Hey guys, welcome to For The Kudos Q&A Sessions 33. I'm your host, Brett, and I'm here with... Joel. <laughs> Let's see if that gets a few highlights for 2023. <laughs> How you going? I'm good. How are you? Good. A, uh, a Zoom Q&A for us. It is. We're busy. We're busy, 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 busy boys. Bu- yeah, busy people, but um, yep, still getting it done, answering people's questions. <laughs> doing doing God's work. Yeah, yeah that's how I <laughs> Is that what the quote is? I don't know. I don't Something know if like this is God's work, surely. <laughs> surely. Kicking, but, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Kicking God's work off <laughs> is uh, one from friend of the podcast and photographer of the podcast, Chip Mooney. Would you rather wear a race kit made by Ed Goddard or those five-finger toe shoes? And I've put in brackets Vibrams. Uh, yeah. Vibrams. I'm pretty well, sure that's what he means. Yeah, surely. Um, I would wear those five-finger toe shoes. <laughs> no, I'm I imagine a- I couldn't wear those, that kitty he wears. <laughs> I was... Yeah, I was torn, but like at first I thought, nah, those things are so fucking ugly. And then I'm like, actually, they've got like a bit of... I'm pretty sure I've seen them on organic organic uh, zip, you know, organiclab.zip on Instagram. I'm like, so maybe they are pretty cool. It's done the, it's done the gorp yeah, core yeah. full circle. <laughs> I'll tell you what, hasn't done the gorp core full circle. Egg got out of kit, so... <laughs> I don't know. Flames everywhere. Like, uh, it's like, you know, when you're a kid, isn't it like, yeah. aren't they like yeah. iron on things? I think you so. Can iron on to They're your patches. clothes. Is that They're what they iron are? Iron patches. He's not, there's no way he's, he, he's got to be buying <laughs> pre-embroidered patches. There's no way he's sitting with, on the embroidery machine designing the flames. No way. <laughs> nah, Did you no see he's got a new kit? They, right? they come you like saw that. that. But him, if, or you haven't. Uh, we've had about 20 people send, send it to, the, send to us, I think. And I just said, people, someone yeah. goes, you know, do your work or do your, go your hardest or something. And I looked at it and I went, I know Ed. <laughs> yeah. I know Ed quite well. He's playing the game. Any, public, any publicity is good publicity for him. I know he is. Mm. And, he t- and he, like, turns it back. Like, he'll then make a joke about me like in rock music. Yeah, exactly. That was so good by him. Yeah, so I wasn't nah. that good. It was just all right. <laughs> nah, we like it over here. We like it. Yeah, I wonder if he's running cross trail. We'll talk about cross trail later, but that's didn't, a good didn't actually think about that one. We didn't. He, um, yeah, that's a really good point. We'll get to it. We'll get to it later. Yeah. Uh, next one here from Maddie Roberts. Try sent a few in, and she uh, sent she sent about ten in. Um, Maddie, really love the enthusiasm there. We've picked your best three because yeah, this wasn't a Maddie Roberts uh, highlight show. This is <laughs> our show, and we will pick the best. Yeah, Maddie um, Roberts, if you if you'd like, um, we'll send you our uh, partnership proposal. Yeah, if you want to sponsor an episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, where would you like to live if you didn't live in Melbourne? Yeah, this is this is a really good question. I was thinking probably Adelaide. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Um, I reckon it's it's really, really hard. Somewhere in Canada or... Oh, fuck. I was just thinking in Australia. You were thinking in Australia. So, to be honest, when, when I read this question, oh. I thought it was, where would you like to live in Melbourne? And then it's gone to Australia <laughs> and now we've got the whole world. <laughs> okay, no, not in Melbourne uh, is really difficult. I think it's hard because I'm a city guy. I think if I could live anywhere... Not yeah, you, in Melbourne. You definitely didn't grow up in the country. I'm not a country. That. No country boy. Um, I reckon maybe somewhere down like the Great Ocean Road in the rainforest or something. Bit of bit of um, 
you know, bit of a view to the ocean. But then I'm yeah. getting sort of t- a bit too close to Saskia's place. So maybe, yeah. not, maybe <laughs> not there. <but. laughs> I don't know. Um, but if it was anywhere in the world, I think a big city, uh, like, I've, like I've heard such good things about New York. Actually, London is pretty sick. I love London, but it's too cold. Somewhere in mm. Canada is sick. Um, a lot of stuff, a lot of cool stuff there. Otherwise, Spain, like Barcelona or something. Yeah. Actually, places we like, the cities that we at, like. Do you know what I'm looking at? I'm looking at the uh, the board of those I love, you know, the merchandise. Yeah. I love, and they're just picking the top 10 cities. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, geez, it's harder. I, I reckon I'd go somewhere similar to Australia still. Like, I don't know if I would go somewhere like Spain where yeah. it's like a completely different culture. Um, you'd, be a, you'd be a London Like North London Canada. maybe, but then I feel like the weather is just like miserable. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, could see, I could see you living in a um, oh, Monaco. You see Monaco, like Monaco kind yeah. Of guy. yeah. No, maybe like California or something. I did think about that, but then yeah. I want my kids to survive school. So. Yeah, I know. That's that's actually, I was thinking that as well. It, how long until I got shot? But, um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, probably London or California would be yeah. one of my top two. But yeah, cool. Um, go on to the next Matty Roberts one. I was going to say, good question, Matty Roberts. On to your next one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would your dream job be if you weren't a runner? So, if you live in... Also, let's yeah, like if you live in one of these country countries, what would your dream job be? Yeah, are we going to change? If you're living in Spain, you just cutting them on all, all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine would definitely be um, owning a record label, like running a record label, for sure. Yeah, I thought in, you don't, don't you really do that. A successful one that pays <laughs> yeah. like for and that actually releases music, like so owning, like being the art director of Warp Records, something like that. Living in London. Being an art director for like a massive record label would 100% be my dream job. Yeah. Um, I reckon I would have liked to um, maybe open a cafe or something. Yeah. I was going to say that. Coffee. I could, defi- I could definitely see you being a cafe. You're the kind of guy that has the checkered checkered shirt. I can see your face on the screen going, <laughs> here we go. You got the checkered shirt rolled up. You got your tattoos out. You got the top knot done up. <laughs> oh, bullshit. And, and people are walking in and you're like, hey, bro, you want a magic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you seem like that kind that. of like. <laughs> um, next La- one from Matty Roberts Dry. What is a race that you'd like to do that you've never done before? I think the marathon for you. <laughs> oh, Matty Roberts only had two questions. We'll cut that last one. <laughs> um, good one, dickhead. I think definitely something like I would like to do when I'm older is the what's the oh, what's the race in South Africa? Comrades. Com- com- comrades. Yeah, that. Yeah. So it just sounds so the you know the physio I've been working with one of the physio I've been working with um, Carol. He's from South Africa, and he him and I have these chats about about everything while we're in the physio sessions. But he was telling me he was on one of the physio stay uh, like checkpoints. At, in comrades, and he just said the like the, the people arriving, it's like they're zombies, and he's just doing quick fixes like with tape and mm. stuff to try and get him to the next checkpoint. And he just said it's like these things people train for life, and it's just like such an accomplishment. And I reckon something like that, like one of those races where it's just a check, not to see how fast I could do it, but just to get something like that done when I'm like forty years old will be pretty fucking sick. 
Yeah. I do see, and I used to like not be into them at all, but. Um, yeah, since talking about all the old Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know if um, maybe just they're getting way more cool footage and stuff because yeah. there seems to be this year there's been a lot of, uh, yeah, I don't know, more interest in it maybe. Or at least yeah. I, I've seen more of it. So maybe I'm a bit more interested, but. Um, like the mountain run, you know, that the one, the we I've talked about it before and then we get people writing in saying, Joel, you forgot the name. We're that one, the Killian. Jordan yeah, I know. That's what that, I was, I, that's one, I don't know if I want to do it, but it'd be, it looks pretty bloody cool. I think it just is, would be so fun to just accomplish it rather than, you're not going to, for the win. Fuck that. Like, I don't want to be, when I'm 40, having to be doing like 300 Ks a week of training to try and win it. I just want to yeah. do it. Just want yeah. to complete it, you know? Yeah. People like like when I'm 40, like running past and like there's bodyguards around me because I go, shit, there's the owner of Grattan House, you know, snipers and stuff. Yeah. And you don't make the cutoff. Um, <laughs> oh, remember that? That was yeah. a little throwback. What was that one to, for? That was for, that was for comrades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throwback. If you didn't, if you don't, um, if you don't know what we're talking about, we don't know the episode number. So go back and listen to the whole back catalog and you'll <laughs> yeah. find it. <laughs> um. I've been pretty lucky with like I've done some big marathons, so it's been good for me. Um, so like, I don't know because I think most want, people want to ch- tick off like New York, um, yeah. which which I've done. So maybe go back and do New York and actually run well, so you can enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I don't know, Boston's just like so cliche as well. Mm. Fits the fits the you with the top knot and the checkered shirt rolled up there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, I was, if that was. The other Brett would have done that. A different, <laughs> different life, Brett. Um, Tokyo Marathon definitely is high on my list. I think yeah. just Japanese marathons are really cool. Um, I sort of wasn't thinking. Yeah, for some reason. Uh, yeah, I sort of. You're thinking well there. out far the box. <laughs> I, I was thinking really outside the box, like some weird race. Yeah, of course. I would love to do a marathon. I would want to do a marathon major before I do fucking comrades. Yeah. <laughs> like Col- Coloss is like listening to this. He goes, "Oh, for fuck's sake, Joel." <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like to do like one of the really quick half marathons in Europe. Valencia or something? Yeah. Or Copenhagen or something like that. Yeah. See how close you can get to your 59.57. Yeah. See if we get within a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, cool. those courses are even shorter than Maragami. So. <laughs> um, next question. Thanks again, Maddie Roberts, for sending in all your questions. Um, Tom Weir says, you've got to do an Olympic distance triathlon tomorrow. Who's winning? It'll be close. It'll be close. <laughs> the, the way you get me is the swim. Do you know what? I, I reckon I – so you're real confident on the bike. <laughs> I reckon I reckon what you don't also realize is you're, you're thinking straight away, oh, you just smoked me in the run. But you haven't done a run off the bike. And it is so different. Mind you, in saying that, I haven't done a run off the bike for years either. And I was particularly, I was never particularly good at them. I was always better at running not off the bike. It's a natural thing. I feel, feel like, Matt, yeah, you might just be fine at it, but it's really fucking hard. I'm like, I'm a bit sad with your confidence here because in my head, I was like, you will smash me. Remember, and it you, says, you, you're thinking it's a close thing right now. Wait, remember the question? It says tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I'm not in the best. I'm not in the best shape right now, brother. <laughs> Give me a few weeks to get the body mm. right, and I'll be flying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nah, that di- swim, that swim would kill me though. A hundred, a hundred percent. Not a single chance you'd even be within ten minutes of me. Yeah. Next question. 
Next one here from Killian Buttermer. If you listen to music or podcasts when running, what headphones do you use? Uh, I use the Neura True. So Neura are like a, a Melbourne, I think they're a Melbourne startup. Um, I feel like I've talked about them on this podcast before. But yeah, they, didn't you fuck them? No, I, well, I left them in the, I left them in the plane in going to Launceston um, when I was sat, sat down there. It was so annoying. I got my headphones out of the bag. I'd had them for like, they cost, you know, close to 400 bucks. Took them out of the bag, walking down the aisle, see that Nat is, Nat Rule is sitting next to me. And I'm like, oh, perfect. I've got Nat next to me. I will just talk. So I'd sit down, put the headphones in the front pocket of the air, <laughs> of the airplane seat. And then I'm just talking to Nat the whole flight. And then I get back into the airport like off the tarmac and into the airport and just realized I've left them. And it was like too late. There's nothing I could do. Fucking plane. Because, you know, the, the moment the last person goes, the plane just takes off again and goes back. <laughs> <laughs> when you're calling and asking for like yeah, lost for, property. For, and month, like, for months. And no they one can ever. hear you perfectly because they're wearing them. But they're like, <laughs> no, I haven't seen them. <laughs> haven't seen them. Yeah. I'm hearing, I'm hearing on the other end. It's like, thank you for connecting your headphones, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but thankfully I have another pair of them now and I left them in Smack's car. So Smack's got them at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just have some, yeah, I got some AirPod Pros. Me and Jack were at New York Marathon and they came out the day we were, when we were there. And so we went to the Apple store there, like in New York and we were both going to get them. And then I like got them and then Jack's like looking at the price and he's searching the price back in Australia. Oh. Realized he can save four bucks back in Australia. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to do it. So I was like, and I was just fucking caught him. Like, and said he wasn't a friend of mine if he did that. <laughs> and so I forced him to do it. <laughs> so he bought him as well. And then we were both yes. like, we were rooming together and, uh, we had them in and we we're just like listening to music and because like, I got noise canceling as well. And then, um, we like, all of a sudden, like one of our, we must have taken it off or something. And we hear a knock on the door and we're like, oh, we like go to open the door. It was a drug test. They'd been there for half an hour knocking on the door. <laughs> <laughs> she could hear us inside, but we were like, just like walking around the room and just like listening to music and oh, she's just no. staring and knocking. Yeah. That's, that's like one of the, yeah, that's like, it's almost dodgy. Yeah, you know? I know. I've, I've told, I told you about that, that time when, um, drug testers goes back, you know, when I was, when yeah, a few years ago living at home and I was having an afternoon nap and I woke up from my nap. It was like a 50 minute nap and I woke up from it and mum was there and she just goes, what you're home. And I looked at, it, I'm like, yeah. And she goes, drug testers came like 50 minutes ago and I told them you weren't home. And then I'm like, fuck, but it wasn't in my hour. And I'm like, fuck, what do I do? And then I was like, I might just like, I was like, shit. I was nervous of going out and alerting him because it just looked sus. Mm. But I was like, ah, well, it doesn't matter how sus it looks if I test negative. So I just went out and got him and they were a bit like, "Mm, yeah, it seems weird, but they were fine. It was like within the hour. I just explained I was asleep and stuff. But yeah, it it makes you feel like you've done something wrong when you (laughs) kind of haven't. That's pretty funny. Didn't you, wasn't it the story? I thought you lost your AirPods. Straight with an iPad, didn't you buy nah, something? I bought and a, um, a GoPro. A Go, I bought a GoPro. <laughs> lost it a San Diego, San Diego airport. Was flying <laughs> to LA, which is like a thirty-minute flight. Lost. No, no, I was flying to London, um, and then by the time I got to London, I lost it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just 
Is there, how much is the GoPro? 500 bucks or something? So uh, I got 20 photos off it of me and Luke Matthews sitting on the plane. <laughs> I, and I, I downloaded them to my phone, so I've got them. Um, but then, yeah, lost it on the plane. And I remember it was like I was leaving the plane, um, like leaving the airport. I'm like, I don't know, my GoPro is like, it has to be my bag, surely. Yeah. And then I'm just like, got this feel. I'm like, I didn't even check, but before I like checked i'm like no nah, it's definitely gone it's gone but, yeah. i know that feeling i know the exact feeling you're sort of looking through you're looking through pockets in your bag that you didn't even know you have and you yeah. know it's not in there but you're, <laughs> hoping, you're hoping like the, the, the plane stewardess was like ah yeah well i found it and i'll put it in that little wheel yeah. weird little pocket for you same thing was like um caught up lost property and they were asked if they'd seen it and just in the background like him john taking photos of shit I tell you what, isn't the GoPro, um, that was something that was like so big, like, you know, five years ago and stuff. And I feel like I just don't hear about it. Yeah. I think like Like everyone, yeah, people use it, but I guess it's only for like certain sports now. Yeah. GoPro, if you want to start making sales again, you know how, you know where to reach (laughs) it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck, they blew up though. Didn't they? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I remember I used them like when I, because I had to do BMX, like i had this Instagram page where I, cause I used to be a BMX rider and I'd do like backflips and stuff. So I always had like one on the front, one on the back. And so, yeah, when I do flips. <laughs> I remember me and Collis, um, another joke I just don't laugh at. <laughs> <laughs> me and Collis in like 2013, we were living together and we bought one. We shared one and, uh, and then we got it and then we would like go on, we were in this training camp. There was like a basketball thing. We set it up while we were playing basketball and Fiona was playing basketball. And then we got back and watched it. And like we like, you know, those videos where like people trying to get in just misses every single time. And then we just we just go, look at each other, go, delete that. Never want to see <laughs> Nobody's going to see that. That's so funny that you and Collis, did you guys like create a, create a schedule? And it's like Monday and Wednesday and Friday are my yeah, yeah. days, Tuesday, <laughs> He like wants to film at basketball and you're like, well, that's on your day, Collis. <laughs> we had some good videos. We had a little like a few little training videos and stuff, but I can't find them anymore. They were on YouTube, but they're lost. True. True. All right. Good. Next Move question. On. Scotty Orchard. Who's an Australian athlete that might be a surprise to make the Oz World Cross team? Let's start um, with the women. Yeah. So I think. We had a bit of a chat off air about this. Um, yeah. Trying to break it down. I think the, yeah, the girls, got, it's like there's, there's a lot of good girls at yeah. the moment. And I feel I think like the team. We've got, we got Rose, Leanne and Izzy that are probably a little bit ahead of everyone else. Yeah. Going off yeah. Zatapak. Yeah. Um, and you got, you got then the, the sort of next rung of girls under like Lauren Ryan, Nat Raw, Amelia Mazadowney, Caitlin Adams. Those yeah. you know, four. That's like, that's seven girls right there. I think that's pretty much the team's going to be out of those. Those yeah, people. but obviously know. it's hard for yeah. us to know because it's only top three that get automatic automatically selected. Yeah, um, there was like some of those like girls that in America as well. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, um, there's always people yeah, we're, always people we're forgetting. Definitely, stuff. as we said, so. we do, we forget. We spent the same amount of time trying to work out the guys and then forgot all about Ed Goddard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, the men's I think has a lot of people fighting for only a few spots. Yeah. Um, Jack's obviously the best 10K guy at the moment. Yeah. Um, I think if I was full fitness, I'd be pretty much a lock. But You'd be pretty much a lock. Yeah, sure. not 100% fitness, but I think I should be okay. You should still um, make it, definitely. 
Then you got like the next rung under Rambo. I'd say, you know, Rambo, Andy's really good at Ram, Matt Ramsden. Andy Buchanan's really good at cross country. Smack has been up and down, you know, didn't make it last time, but he made it the time before that. Um, you got Clarky. If Clarky runs a sensible race and doesn't do what he tries, like if he tries to go out with, you know, if Jack wants to take it out hard and he goes out with Jack like he did in Zatapak, he's going to blow up in the last mm. lap. Um, someone who I would have said was, you know, the original question was a surprise. I would have originally, if you asked me a month ago, um, I would have said uh, Andre Waring, but I, fa- I feel like the fact with his Zatapak race, it's almost like not a surprise now if he makes it. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Also, um, you know, Liam Budin and Jack Bruce and Liam Adams, obviously. Yeah, and then the American guys. we got Pat Tiernan, Kyle Robinson, Morgan McDonald that aren't running the trial, but, yeah. I don't, but they may be asking to be selected. Don't know. So sure. it's, yeah, a lot of questions. And what what does suck about the Americans, the American the guys living in America, is that if if everyone knew going to throw it's just top six that yeah. makes it, like yeah. that's that's way better, and you can, whatever you finish, you, you know if you made it or not. But like, it sucks if you're coming fifth and going, oh, they're picking two or three guys ahead of me that sure. didn't run the trial that may, possibly I would have beat. And um, yeah, yeah, it gets it gets it gets tricky. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, there was another big dog that we forgot in that men's if he races or not. Mwah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did say put your name down, and I yeah forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the 2K yeah. trials are going to be good too. It was good uh, listening to, uh, well, I'd never listened to this, but um, Steve Monaghetti, someone sent me, a, sent me a snippet of where to listen and Steve Monaghetti shouted out me oh, as, really? a, uh, as his tip to make, make the team because I'm good at cross country. And I was like, I don't know where he's getting that from. But <laughs> Then there's, um, yeah, as you said, the 2K. The, the 2K. women's 2K is really interesting because – like we have some really good guys, girls. So, um, with Jess Hull, Lyndon Hall, George yeah. Griffiths, Abby Corwell, yeah, Sarah Billings. Sarah um, Billings there going could be well. some others as well. Um, I feel like someone like Sarah. Like, look, if it was on the track, um, I feel like Sarah has probably got less of a chance. But I mm. feel like you know she's she's pretty like strong and tough. And it's like maybe on the grass, you know, with a couple of like hills and stuff. Yeah. Um, she, she does she, waddle she park be, a lot as well. She does so. waddle a lot. Could really surprise. I yeah. Think. Interesting. Sarah will be listening to as well. Sarah paid, yeah. Sarah paid me 500 bucks to say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the, the men's is a bit, men's side of the team is a bit more straightforward, which is with Stewie and Ollie. Yeah. Um, Ollie's not doing the trial, but I assume we'll be picked because we've got two guys that can run 330 or under. Um, we also forgot as well, cool. sorry, about James Hansen. Yeah, exactly. There's so many bloody guys. Yeah. 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 There's probably that's all right. More. That's all right, James. It's fine. Don't feel bad because Brett forgot about me. So <laughs> <laughs> next uh, question. Yeah? Or, yep. Cool. Next one, Corey Tran. Will Corey Tran get another shout out? No chance. <laughs> Don't think so. <laughs> Too many if of him already. It's gone to his head, I reckon. Moving on quickly. Next one from lightknife.jpg. Why do most elite races have less prize money than random handicap races in Tassie? Yeah, I think it's, look, it comes a lot to, it comes down a lot to the race organizers. You know, Richard Welsh does a lot of good work for those um, those Tassie carnivals. Um, he has a big team as well that does, 
that works on those. Um, but you know, it seems like the the races that Richard Welsh Richard Welsh puts on always have pretty good prize money. So you know, it comes down to the event organizer to have to try and find sponsors and stuff like that. Um, this is quite contentious for me to say, but I'm going to go out and say it. It definitely comes from there's some sort of greed. There's certain races I can think of in Australia that I'm not going to say, but you know, set, like well, I will say one: City to Surf. Yeah. Like the amount of the amount of profit that they make every year with how many people, even pre, let's say everyone lost money in COVID, but pre COVID, how many people were doing City to Surf, and they just have this point of like we don't pay prize money, you know, yeah. or big big prize money. We don't have a big appearance and all that sort of thing. And it's like you know what, what you should be supporting your sport, right? And then, like, the thing with City Surf, they've also asked athletes to come up and do stuff for the press. and and But you're paying for your own flights, and if you come up a day early, you're still paying for an extra night's accommodation and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then all you're winning is, like, some yeah. years it's been, like, I think Benny Saint won it, and he, all he got was, like, a, a watch that was worth, like, $600 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty um, – it's just bullshit, right? Yeah. Like, there's, there's definitely, yeah, there's, and then there's races out there, you know, when the event organizers put a lot of money and value the elites. And then, you know, I think in, a, in, a, in Australian running, I, I've seen a lot where, you know, people sort of forget that people are trying to do this as a job. Yeah. And it's sort of like, oh, you're just doing it for fun and stuff. And it's like, you don't really need to be paid or whatever. And it's like, well, you know, compared to the bloody footy players, like there's footy players in VFL and even EFL, like the, the, so the, re, the, the regional um, leagues, so like Eastern fo- Football League and like there's, uh, you know, Southern Football League and stuff, which is the feeder into VFL. And there's guys there getting a 1,000 a game, mm. you know. And it's, of course, it comes from sponsorship and all that. And it's opening up a huge can of worms. But like it looks, it really takes someone like, you know, Richard Welsh um, doing, putting on those Tassie carnivals um, and, you know, really trying to invest in getting good guys down, getting sponsors, getting money in and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think when you get when you pay an athlete to come and they're like you can easily get them to uh to be doing press and to be pro- promoting it more. Um, like you get some races where people go down to schools the day before and stuff exactly. like that, and people are way more happy to do that when it's like when they're being treated like they're welcome to be there and like they're yeah. So I don't 100%. know. It's, it's like yeah, kind of. Yeah, you feed each other sure. a little bit. So, for um, sure. yeah. It's funny though. There's, you know, how there's like the armchair experts, you know, when people, it even happens to us when people like write in and say like, oh, I think you guys should do this with your podcast. And it's like, well, fuck, why don't you start your own podcast? It's yeah. easy to like give advice. And it's like, we sit on this podcast and we're like, give advice out and stuff. Maybe we need to show everyone and put on like a Grattan House yeah, half, exactly. marathon, half marathon one day. <laughs> give us a few years. You know, this only, uh, haven't even got to 12 months old yet. Give us some time yeah. and then Good we'll come coming. In. <laughs> starting that joke again big <laughs> things coming we'll probably be putting on a race in like 2030 so that's a that's a lot of big things coming <laughs> yeah all right that's it that's it guys see you next week for the last q a of season three thank you guys they are